Welcome to Avocado Toast, a modern money podcast focused on simple financial literacy and helping people create a realistic plan to building long-term wealth. Hosted by myself, Blair Johnson, President of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Toronto Realty, and Philip Marion, Portfolio Manager and Investment Advisor at Foster & Associates. It's not important to love finance, but it is important to be informed about it. Welcome. All right, everybody. So today is our first podcast. And before uh, we get into introducing Phil a little bit and having Phil talk, I just wanted to give a little background on sort of why we decided we wanted to talk about this podcast. And really, it's because we're so focused nowadays on our minds and our bodies. And that's great. We're not trying to take away from that. But the truth is the vast majority of people put so much less emphasis on their financial health. And it's so important. It, It really is. I mean, you know, a lot of people stress a lot of people and and finance has such a long-term implication in people's lives and again we're we're at the gym and we're 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 learning about like organic food and everyone knows what they're putting into their bodies again it's like weird like we go to our personal trainer every week you know some people or once a month or whatever it is or they go to a therapist and i'm not trying to take away from those things but it's crazy to me that there just isn't, you know, people aren't talking at parties about helping each other, support each other, building wealth. They're not talking to their financial planner outside of potentially once a year when their RSPs are up or, you know, their realtor every four or five years when they're buying or selling a property if they even get there. And it's just something we have to address because it's as, as, as an entrepreneur myself and, and, and someone who sort of like, you know, cares about the general good as I look around and I see, you know, in the, in the long run, a lot of long-term toughness for people, right? Like, how are you going to retire? We're going to live longer than ever and all those types of things. And so that's where this podcast really comes from is we're going to try and keep them at 10 minutes each. That's sort of our goal is we're, we don't want to lose people's attention. We know that this isn't going to be the most fun thing in the world for you, but we know it's critically important. And the only way, just like all these other things like health and wellness and all those things is if we don't support each other, if we don't help educate each other, if we don't start to break down those barriers of making money such not such a bad thing, not just a scary thing or something that makes people feel better or worse than each other, then these issues are never going to be solved. And so that's really the sort of the, the the gist of this podcast. And and again, I hope we bring some value week to week. So Phil, that's kind of my little intro there, but uh, but I'll let you sort of get into some other ideas well, yourselves. Well, I'll just start. So I mean. Being a portfolio manager, I get the question all the time. Uh, clients come up and they'll say, hey, how am I doing relative to people in my industry, relative to people my age? Uh, those type of questions, which really shouldn't matter. It creates a bit of uh, um, anxiety. It creates a bit of a why should I keep trying when I know so-and-so makes so much more than me type of type You know of what, Phil, it's, it's, it's awesome you said that because one of the things that I find too on the real estate side is like, People just look at the real estate market as being uh, unattainable, unattainable, but then they don't save anything. It's like, oh, if I can't save from a home, then they just stop saving altogether. They're not putting it in investing. They're not putting it in other markets. They just give up completely. And part of of the reason why, if you want to look back, so for the longest period of time, we're talking back, like our parents' generation, um, a lot of people that had jobs, the companies took care of them. There was defined benefit plans where it's like they didn't have to worry about it. Every paycheck, they had a portion of money going towards a group pension, and they knew when they retired, they were gonna get X amount of money per year. That shifted to defined contribution plans where you're contributing, 
and you're hoping that a return develops and you have a certain amount of money, the same, it's a bit diff different. It's not gonna guarantee you the benefit you get paid. It will guarantee an amount or project an amount that is going to have, or you're gonna have in the future. Now that's even getting less and less. There's more and more people that have nothing. They have to do it themselves. So I think that that shift has happened quickly. You have a lot of people that don't know what to do and uh, a lot of people that aren't educated. It's not in courses in high school. Very, you don't have financial planning 101. You don't have a lot of, uh, even, even types of, uh, of courses that would be available, they'd be more focused on accounting measures, right? Or macroeconomics, where you can get a general understanding, but nothing about personal finance. So, and, and this is again, so a, you know, we'll come back to a couple of points here, but there's a couple dangerous aspects of finance. One is that, you know, again, no one here expects, I'm lucky and you're lucky because we actually like this stuff. Just yeah. we're, we're weird like that. And we don't expect everyone to make this a, a hobby. You know, it, organic food and eating and those types of things can be a hobby and going to the gym can be a hobby. Finance isn't a hobby necessarily for everybody, but it is important. So again, that's sort of one thing to, to, to understand. But another thing is like, most people only ever hear about these ridiculous, you know, most people don't talk about money unless it's like, well, well I made a billion dollars well, on like a marijuana you, stock. It's like, you, that's exactly. not healthy either. When you go to a party, what do people talk about? They talk about these crazy gains or what's going on the market, Bitcoin, blockchain, uh, cannabis, any number of hashtag words there. It's only, it's only gigantic they, returns. I made right. a, I put a thousand dollars on, I made a million dollars. No one's going like, to care about saying, Hey man, I bought some Amazon recently or yeah, I've got some Microsoft shares or I bought CIBC. Yeah. I mean, nobody cares. But that being said, I, one of the things that people should be doing and what this environment has taught a lot of people, like we're going through a pandemic, COVID-19, something we've never seen before. For younger people, this is a good opportunity to get in. And I think another reason why people are shy to invest is that it doesn't seem like they can make a good impact in the short term. We're used to seeing instant gratification, things happen quickly. Even the real estate market in Toronto, um, like people that have been, had the ability to enter that market, you're realizing incredible gains very quickly. So it's kind of, you look at it and you're like, well, what's the point of investing in the stock market long term? when I just don't see it, right? Well, so, that, uh, that's exactly what we talk. I mean, a meal, if you eat a good meal, it tastes good right away. If you go to the gym, even people will say, oh, it's, it's incredibly hard to get in shape. Well, you can get in shape in eight weeks. You, can get, you can't get rich in eight weeks, not in the right way. No, you and, can potentially get rich, but I've, that's not the way we're talking about. And I brought up like the, yeah, the space-time continuum theory. So if you're just, for example, if you're a smoker and you're smoking now, everyone thinks nothing will ever happen to him. But if you were able to, you know, shrink or look 30 years in the future and able to see that right away, you're going to be, you look at your face and see what the <laughs> There's result is. There's no way is. you're smoking. You're never smoking again, right? But it has to be the opposite. You have to look at financial planning measures to see where your invested dollars will go. So here's what you need to do, first and foremost. What you have to do is get a plan. Whether you go to an advisor and say, hey, I want to work on a financial plan, whether it's at your bank, just get started. You can Google and say, Financial planning questionnaire. Be honest with yourself. Go through all your expenses. What do you spend money on? What do a lot of people spend money on? Avocado toast, probably. What does <laughs> exactly. that cost? Twenty dollars. <laughs> Go through it. See what your income is. Be honest with your expenses, and then put together a plan of where you'll invest the money. Let me give you a quick example of what can happen if you are actually disciplined with a small amount of money. S and P five hundred, for example, the index, Standard and Poor, five hundred companies. 
in the United States. And we're going to talk about that in the next podcast, what yeah, that means. But just, but just see here, we'll, we'll give more details, but just that market you can invest in in an index, and it's done a 10% return over the last 30 years. So if you were to say, hey, I'm going to put $250 a month into the S&P 500 every single month, and if you did this for 30 years, your value would be $565,000 approximately. That's on $90,000 approximately of invested capital, and the gains would be about 475,000. So that seems so minuscule, wow, $250 per month? Well, you can find a way to do that and just get started. And I, we haven't even gotten into the areas where you can enhance investment returns by using uh, investment loan structures or, or utilizing tax-free savings accounts and registered retirement saving plans. Those are the type of things that a plan will do yeah. for you. Well, and again, this is where it comes back to, you know, I, I think everyone at some point, oh, there goes my original 10-minute timer, although that's a little early. Um, it comes back to this this concept that, you know, it's like anything else. Everyone's written these plans down before, and there's probably people listening, oh, yeah, it's easier said than done. Okay, so let's talk about a couple of things here. One is the importance, this is why we've started this podcast, because the importance of support, right? If you're just left by yourself, and if you looked at people who are individuals, who are single people, um, and you looked at their saving patterns versus couples, people that are, or people that are in groups, if people do investment groups, the people that group together will always succeed better as a generalized group because they're supporting one another in, in their savings goals. And that's why we need to make this something that people talk about. It's not something that you just listen to this podcast and then go to bed at night and keep it to yourself. It's the same way that you when you're at a party, you're talking to people about like, what's the latest health thing you're doing? Like, oh, I feel bad when I eat this. So I'm going to switch this as in my diet or, you know, I'm going to this gym because it's great. Do you want to come with me? There has to be a supporting mechanism or people will not follow those goals for the most part. There's some people out there that are going to be incredibly and they don't need to listen to this podcast. It's not what it's, no, not, it's, not what it's for. This is for helping people figure out a way and understand kicking themselves to say, this is something that's important to me and I need to learn just enough about it to make it a priority in my life because it's important. Well, let me give some stats. So Royal Bank had a study in 2018. So uh, here's stat number one. Millennials think they need about 900000 in savings to retire. Boomers around 600000 which to tell you frankly, that's low. Yeah, I mean, but let's, let's really set marks. some baselines yeah, at least. Yeah, but stat two, 38% of millennials aren't saving for retirement and 50% don't have an RSP account. 37% of people in general say that they simply aren't able to save, which is part of the planning process. You can, you absolutely can. Yeah. Number four, 30% of people surveyed had no retirement savings at all, and 20% had less than 50,000. These are things that are, they become easy to accept, and that's, that's what we exactly need to right. change. That has to change. We can't accept that anymore. There's no reason you can't. So when you look at, it, at the two things, so, there's people that like to take a lot of risks. There's entrepreneurs out there, and that's how you can build a lot of wealth. But then the, who are the other people that build a lot of wealth? Savers. And that's what you need to do. You need to save money. And I love what you started this off, Phil, saying, which is you know, it's, it, you're not basing this on someone else's return. So if you're 40 years old and you don't have a dollar saved, then start saving now. It's okay. Like it, it, you, there's never a time that's too late to start. And that's never the, too and, late. And now, that doesn't mean that there's the best time to save is now. And every dollar that you save now is going to have an exponential effect on where you're at. So if you're 25 and you haven't started saving for retirement, 
If you want to have a massive leg up on people and on your life, start saving today. Don't say, oh, well, Blair and Phil said I could start saving when I was 40. That's not my point. My point is, is that if you haven't saved, it's okay. We're not here to get mad at you. We're here to help you. Yeah. We're here to motivate you. We're here to educate you. But if you're 25, that's also the best time to save. First of all, your expenses are much lower. You should, you're, you're, a lot of the times, your expectations of living are a lot lower. You don't have kids most for the most part. I mean, some people obviously have kids at 25. But, you know, as you get older, the expenses start to pile up with different yeah, so insurance It does actually get a bit more difficult. But of course. if you start earlier, the better. That's always the case. Uh, it's just, that's what the financial plan, like, again, I'm going to keep repeating it. That's what the financial plan will do for you. It will take away from the anxiety and the comparative nature between your friends, your family, and people in your industry. Really focus on what you want to achieve. What makes you happy? Think about it. Think about what about money will make you happy. Make it something where I want to achieve this level of money so I can enjoy my life this way. And then what will happen will be a beautiful thing. You'll start to plan for yourself. You'll ignore people at the party saying, I just made $100,000 on a cannabis stock. Big deal. Follow your plan and stick to it. These environments like a COVID-19 and market sell-off give you another opportunity to keep adding to your goals. And that's, so, a, and that's exactly sort of what, what spurred me to, to want to want to do this podcast was because all the people, you know, again, all the people saying, you know, it's uh, real estate's unattainable or the stock market's unattainable. And, and listen, those things haven't really come down yet, but the concept is not, is no different, which is, were you ready if they did come down? Right. Were you ready? Because things always, I mean, the stock market will come down. The, the real estate market will come down. So are you ready for it? And are you, have you planned properly for to take advantage of those, those types of things? And so that's a big part of this is just preparing, planning, creating a mindset, making this again, just like you have a routine for fitness, just like you have a routine for your, your, your eating and your, and your, you know, your diet, you need to create a routine for your finance. And, and again, coming back to it is the only way it happens is if a, you know a little bit about it. My bot, my old boss, when I got to university said, you need to know enough to be dangerous. You don't need to know everything just a little bit. And that's sort of the point of this podcast is to up your confidence in things. Like I, I didn't know what the S and P 500 was like, let's educate you on little things. Like, did you know, you know, do you know about RRSP loans? Like these are things that we're going to teach you about week by week, little things that can help you build this wealth. And again, just get you into a mindset of the fact that money is not bad. Money's okay to talk about. It's not evil. Um, it's okay to talk to your friends about it and support each other. We need to get to that point. Well, here's three, here's three steps that you should always think about thinking, planning, acting, and in that order so that you will have a correct plan in place and you'll be prepared, as you just said, Blair, you'll be ready. You'll be ready when circumstance, circumstances happen. So I think in the next step, we're gonna, we'll talk about um, you know, some of the upcoming episodes and what we're gonna be covering, but next step is, you know, again, we've got sort of two aspects of this and they work, work, work really hand in hand. We've got finance, we've got real estate. And what Phil was talking about is how he's got a simple questionnaire. It's you know, kind of got a baseline. It's like, where are you right now? Let's start someplace. If you're at zero, cool, you're at yeah. zero. But let's start there and let's let's put a plan in place together. And then, again, what's your goal? Do you want to retire by 80? Do you don't care about retiring? Do you want to have kids? Um, those are things that are part of a financial plan. You know, a lot of people just say, just you know, just it just comes to you. Just go with it. Well, you know, I I I wouldn't think that that's probably your best way of going about things. But um, you know, are you on track? Where can you cut expenses? And anyone who says they can't save $200 a month, we all know. What what cell phone provider are you with? 
Can you oh, cut you there? Can do you can find have, it. I don't do care have, what you anybody TV? says. You'll find it. You know, uh, are you buying everything on sale? We talk about this a lot, right? Mark Cuban says there's only one guaranteed return on investment in life. It's called buying things on sale. And so again, there, there's different ways that we can come about cutting that that money every month. And again, your $200 maybe isn't 200 now. Maybe it's 100 now, and you know you, you expect to make more money in the coming years, and you up it to 300 from now. But again, that's part of the plan. Same thing with real estate is like people think that real estate's so unattainable. One of the things that I'm really passionate about is why do you need to buy a property by yourself? Like, why is it that we're that we're so focused on owning everything ourselves? I've never owned anything myself. I've always had a partner in every single thing I've did I've done. No successful person in the world has owned owned their business by themselves. No. Jeff Bezos, like, doesn't matter who it is. Steve Jobs, they all have business partners. Why is it that we're so zoned in on that you have to own everything by yourself? Every asset's got to be yours. When you buy a stock, you don't own it by yourself. You own it with somebody else. Well, the other factor, too, is that uh, when you look at the most successful people out there, they, they talk to people. They have advisors, and they talk to people in their industry that have done hey, you just did that or you saved this or you, I see what you're doing. How did you do it? Talk exactly. to people. Exactly. Don't be afraid to reach out and get a plan. You can buy more avocado toast if, you, if you use leverage. Okay, so some upcoming episodes, we're going to talk about things like, you know, what are the different indexes and in stock markets here about the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, the NASDAQ, the TSX. What are those things? What are the differences between them? Why do they matter? Again, this is just stuff that builds uh, financial confidence in you. So you can actually intelligently speak or if someone's, you know, throwing different things at you, you can sort of take them in and go, I know what you're talking about. And that that's the first step to feeling more comfortable with investing. Uh, one of the next episodes, we're going to talk about real estate investment trust. That's something that's an alternative real estate investment opportunity um, where you don't actually own a specific property, but you, you get involved in the stock market or in the uh, real All estate market. different and kinds of reads. It's I'll great. So we've got lots of things to talk about there. Another one that Phil's really passionate about, which I'm in interested in as well, is sports betting. And that's something that's becoming, uh, we've had DraftKings go, go public recently, and that's uh, really exciting. And so that's a, uh, something that we're going to talk a little bit about because I think there's going to be a lot of, that's not something that's necessarily like the marijuana industry or the, the cryptocurrency industry. Um, there is some, there's definitely some, some, uh, speculation in there, but it's a, it's a different type of business. So we're going to talk about that. And then of course, RSP strategies and taxes, that's a huge one. And I'm not going to get too much in that, into that today, but RSP savings alone, if you have a job and your employer is paying your RSPs, you know, or sorry, your taxes every single month off your paycheck, you're actually not taking advantage of your full tax refunds, which we can get closer to your $200 a month in savings. Uh, just through some strategies there. So again, those are some of the the, uh, the concepts we're going to talk about coming up. Pretty simple um, and just helping you guys understand a little bit more about finance and hopefully you take the word and spread the gospel. Let's do it. All right. All right. Thanks, Phil. Well, on to the next Thank one. You. Take care, guys.